and welcome back to Biomodded, the Nerd Weekly Video Game Podcast. On this week's episode, we'll go over the nefarious practices of G2A and then dive deep into our memories and experiences with brick and mortar game shops. Game. Game shops? Game shops. Mm. Yeah, game shops. Brick and mortar game shops. GameStop, EB Games. Yeah. But first, I'm KB Ben. Toys. Second, KY I'm Jelly. Will. <laughs> what? Who are you? I'm Anthony. <laughs> did <laughs> you <laughs> say KY? <laughs> I did. <laughs> and I'm Andrew. <laughs> uh, and what have I been playing? Sinking City. Yes, you have. That's all I've been playing is Sinking City. It's pretty fun. It's, like I said before, it's very... Not low budget, but very double A, double A, uh, like a battery. Yeah, like a battery. Like uh, characters pop in and out. Uh, every there's like three different house structures, and they all look the same. <laughs> I watched Bing go into a house, and then he roamed around the city. And I looked back. I'm like, "What are you doing back in the house?" And he's like, "No, this is a different house." <laughs> yeah, it's ex- it's, it's literally the exact same yeah, no, way out. All the same looking people. So. This is just regurgitated into my mouth, so I'm then regurgitating it again. So regurgitate, regurgitation, re regurgitated, re regurg. Anyways, just that sounds like a derogatory. <laughs> you're a gurge. Uh, you're a gurge. Uh, I watched Funhouse's playing of Sinkin' City, and I guess uh, Adam was a huge AP- HP Lovecraft. Uh, growing up and he read like all the books mm. and then as he got older he realized that he's really bad at writing and like Neil Gaiman <laughs> is quoted as saying like everyone loves the Lovecraft world but if you actually read his work it's oh, yeah. awful yep um come to find uh, out go ahead it's it uh the content can be awful at times because it was a different time period but yeah. i mean he's an okay writer mm. well the, i think the, it's the, the two okay things- versus him being glorified for oh, yeah, yeah. the reason why that not the a lot world of people, is more glorified than yeah. his actual yeah, writing yeah. Yes. is he isn't very descriptive a lot of yep. times within his writing he does like it's so terrifying i can't put it in words yeah like Octopus a lot of times man makes you that, crazy yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> aka you don't know what to put down yeah what to put yeah. down it could be that or he could be conveying that it's a being that you can't really describe because it makes you insane yeah that's a good point but the whole reason i'm bringing it up is i found out that uh H.P. Lovecraft's uh, cat was named the N-word. There you go. Hmm. There's your yep. interesting fact yeah. of the day. He was, mm-hmm. he was very much, yeah, that it was that time period. And he was very much, <laughs> there you go. Uh, More you know. High society fluent guy. <laughs> Re-regurgitation. Uh, Re-regurgitation. Re-regurgitation, yeah. Oh, uh, it just, it has to do with H.P. Yeah, yeah, Lovecraft. Yeah, yeah. But all those <laughs> weird mechanics aside, it's actually a really fun game. Uh, going... To infiltrate, not infiltrate, uh, what's the word? Infiltrate. Infiltrate, yeah. Break in. Investigate. No, no, not, not break in. Investigate. <laughs> That's the word I was looking for. Investigate uh, all these murders and shenanigans happening and collecting books and collecting like jar brain jars. and. Uh, Are they brain jars or jars of brains? Jars of brains. Okay. Oh, that makes more sense. No, it's, it's just a brain jar. Like, it's just one jar. I knew exactly. I knew exactly what you're talking about. See, when yeah. when you said jars of brains, now I think of Futurama. a bunch of brains. Oh, 
in a jar. I was thinking like I, a, I think a of a jar weird, made out of a brain. I think oh, I, I think even, if uh, even more that old uh, not old but old Christian band Jars of Clay decided <laughs> to go yeah. punk, <laughs> decided to go punk, and they jars named themselves Jars of Brains. But it's actually really fun despite its clunkiness. And uh, I unlocked a cultist costume, which my character has a octopus on his head that's continually moving around, and he has uh, like weird tattoos all over his body and like a uh, apron made out of human skin huh. oh so it's interesting fun fact i didn't know it was made out of human skin yeah you can <laughs> see like ears sewn into it and stuff yeah it's, it's we were uh, sitting far away from it, the computer. that's true as will kept saying it kind of breaks the immersion when yeah. you're talking to people and then it cuts back to you and there's this octopus <laughs> flowing around on this guy's head but yeah. it's pretty funny I, and that's different that's put in the game but i see sometimes when i i watch certain streamers or people make videos is that when they do the character creators, they try to make the character look as ridiculous as possible yeah. mm-hmm. and it absolutely breaks. Like some people find it really, really funny. I'm like, no, that, that ruins everything for me. Like I do it as my second character. Oh, see, that's fine. Like when you're Ben's going through Mass a giant characters were hideous. And wow. But that, yeah, that's all I've been playing. What about you, Will? Well, I got my, PC up and running, and I, race. I decided to uh, try out the Xbox Ultimate Pass or the PC Pass. And uh, uh, just a word to the wise: it's still in beta form and is not the easiest or smoothest to get working. As like Ben and I both had troubles getting a Windows update for some reason, and like uh, it needs a new update. But the update doesn't just like normally you'd have like an auto update, but this one you have to like force install. Yeah, to you have update. to search for it, and like even going through the the Microsoft process, it like the update would fail. So I had to like literally go on my computer, search through the update assistant, and be like, "Give me that," and then wait hmm. like forty minutes for it to do its thing. That's the exact reason why I don't have <laughs> like yeah. the downloading drivers and doing this and doing that, like all the little stuff you have to do in between is like I'm well usually like everything like the, updates the, by itself. The other yeah. Xbox app before this new one, it was perfectly fine. It just it was there, but this one because it's in beta, I think, and it needed that update, but they weren't like auto rolling it out. It was a weird thing going on. It almost seemed like it was specifically for the xbox and so they're not going to push that to everybody who has windows 10 okay mm. but uh so i've kind of i just downloaded a few games and wanted to mostly i don't know just play around on pc because it's been so so many years since i've played games on the pc so uh i played a game called slay the spire which i've been seeing people play it yeah it's uh pretty cool <laughs> it's uh man aj's real excited about this <laughs> I guess it's a you, really good game did you play it Slay the Spire, I've watched a ton of Okay. So. Okay. Yeah. So the, how does it work? You want uh, me to go 17 <laughs> minutes into explaining Slay the no. Spire? I'm going to go to the bathroom. <laughs> hey, all right, you know, some people really want to know how it works. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so like the developers describe it as a rogue uh, deck building dungeon oh, crawler. Wow. I didn't. I that did is, not see deck building. Coming. Yes, that is. Yeah. that's the closest. You're basically trying to ascend. Correct me if I'm wrong, Will. Pretty ascend up a spire where it gets progressively harder, and you are using cards that you earn and build throughout the game, or giving you RNG wise to build a deck 
to yeah there's like so like you have a a top-down map and there's like four different paths with nodes on them and each node represents either a battle or like an event or a uh like a uh, merchant or like a heal place and so you choose your path and you move from one place to the other and so when you have a battle your character has hit points and each character starts out with a relic that gives you a power like the first one you get is at at the end of each battle you just you heal six hit points Um, but along the way you collect more cards and you upgrade and so it's kind of a you just go until you're dead and then you start over Mm -hmm. but you unlock things as you progress so you get a certain amount of points depending on your run and then you can unlock like I just unlocked three new cards that are all very synergistic and pretty powerful. Hence the rogue like, mm-hmm. and not the rogue light. 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 Mm-hmm. Yes, and uh, but yeah, overall, I I don't know how much time I'll spend playing it, but it's it's pretty fun and definitely worth checking out. It kind of reminds me of, uh, it's like Hearthstone without the creature cards, if that makes sense. Hmm. Yeah, so that's pretty good. And then I decided to uh, check out. Orwell, because I'm currently reading 1984 for the first time. And uh, this game actually has very little to do with anything in the Orwellian universe. (laughs) It's just basically the idea of like Big Brother surveillance everywhere. Hmm. You are actually working for the the government who Hmm. is part of the surveillance thing. And your, your job is basically to you file through different articles uh, like you have a newspaper or you look through people's like social media feeds and you're trying to collect data based on certain suspects of crimes and you're trying to stop a bombing from happening. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. So you have to provide enough evidence to get a warrant to go arrest these people and stop it from happening. And it's, it's intriguing. It, it's kind of one of those things you have to keep playing to get into. Cause at first you're like, wow, that's a lot of text, but they, they kind of highlight all of the, all of the uh, pertinent information so you can just click it and drag it over to a profile but the cool thing is like not all information that you can drag you should because some of it is conflicting and you actually have to read the context around Mm. it to make sure if it it's all consistent to make sense because like you're the guy who's uh kind of pushing the the button so to speak to you know, pull the trigger on arresting somebody is only looking at the information you give them. So it has to be accurate. And if it's not, and they arrest somebody who's not, then, you know, that bomb still goes off and you just arrested the wrong person. So it's, Hmm. there's, there's a little bit of a twist that kind of, you know, keeps you engaged, but it's pretty fun. Actually. I, I enjoyed it. I think you should check out hypnospace outlaw after that. Yeah. That's the one you were talking about. Like the internet police basically. It has the, it seems very much like that, just not as a in depth. Yeah, and yeah. A less in depth. Uh, papers, please. Oh, papers, please. I want to get into but. Hmm. papers, please. Yeah, absolutely. Have you read 1984 before? No, this is my first time. Have you read Animal Farm? I haven't. I, Animal oh. Farm sounds really good. Yeah. I I named my character so, Winston. <laughs> okay, there you go. So yeah, or Orwell is kind of like um. How do I say this without sounding offensive? Paranoid? Uh, no, I can't say without saying it. It's hey. uh, Dummy's first smart book. And what I mean by that is a lot of times mm. when people are trying to start getting into a little bit higher literature, like yeah. literature that expands upon 
higher thinking, not just, not that reading fantasy books or any of those are anything wrong, but you want to get a little bit more deeper and, and spread your mind and politically, politically all this. Orwell is a very great first stepping stone, 1984, Animal Farm, and then it just opens up this breadth of books that it's like, okay, if you yeah. can understand these, here's the next step. I kind of uh, Star Wars I books. Read uh, to the next step. No, I'm never <laughs> doing that. Uh, yeah, you I, ever seen the meme where it's like small brain, bigger brain, and then finally using oh, the yeah, full yeah, brain, yeah, yeah. like 1984, and then the final one is Star Wars. Yeah. Books. <laughs> 1984, Iron Rand. Yeah, Atlas Star shrugged. Wars. <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> I I read Brave New World before I okay. picked up 1984. So it's, I'm kind of trying to make it through just a list of uh, literature that you're supposed to read that yeah. I never did. So yeah. Yeah, I, I'm absolutely. the dummy expanding his brain. Yeah, <laughs> but again, I don't mean that offensively. It's just yeah, if yeah. you're trying to get in and you're like, I want to read a book that's a little bit more challenging mentally, mm-hmm. then... I will say Orwell, I think, is a better writer. But this is a video game podcast, so... yeah. In the past five years, I think the only books I've oh, read all the way part, through... But it's a part of a nerdy podcast. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, that's true. So. The only books I've read all the way through have been Star Wars books. It's interesting. I mean, we were talking about H.P. Lovecraft. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I think there's a theme. Yeah, I think books, video influence. games based on random authors. Yeah, true, <laughs> true, <laughs> true. Is that all for you, Will? Yeah, that's all I I did this week. Mm-hmm. Man, you should play some more. Yeah, I should. Yeah, I mean, like Ben, you should be just, playing. I was spending so all my games. time just trying to get game. the update to yeah. work. It was two games. It was just, two games. Yeah, you should just focus on one game. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I I continue The Witcher Three. Got mm-hmm. done with the Bloody Baron oh, yeah. quest. Are you, you are now past where you've been. Yes and no. Okay. There's still certain side quests I know yeah. I haven't done yet, but I've done things I didn't do my first time. So yes, okay. now everything is pretty much fresh from cool. here on out. Still really, really good. Yeah. Still played a crap ton of Dota Underlords. It's <laughs> still... How does mm-hmm. that work again? No. Oh, so basically it's not a chess. So what you want to so, do is... <laughs> it's like chess, but it automatically plays. Okay, oh, cool. Yeah, but you on. build your team. Instead of like, you know, on chess, you always have an eye and you got a rook and you got a queen. This one, you got to choose. And then when you put people and there's a synergy. And it's, so how's but a big update. But a big update came out on July 4th. This game is still early access and there's a lot more stuff being added to it. The meta is now being caught up with. So no longer am I crushing people. I'm now. I haven't won a game. I haven't won a game in 87 years. <laughs> I won a game in like a week. I constantly oh, place dang. like top three, top four, top five, but getting that oh, number one, right? Because there's like eight people. Yeah. In so fight. it's now reached a point where, if you're lucky, the team that you were given RNG wise allows you to do really well. Like if you know what you're doing, like you should place top five, absolutely. But unfortunately, there's a time where like. I choose rock, Andrew choose paper, Ben chooses scissors, right? So one of them beats each other, so we're beating each other up, and it's a matter of what's the final matchup. And unfortunately, if I chose rock and my final matchup is Andrew and he chose paper, I'm screwed, even though I would have dominated Ben, but Ben isn't matching up with Andrew. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. So him up the fastest? Exactly. So there's there's literally times where... Like I play against the Albion second place, and I'll wreck the dude in first. But then fourth place faces me, and he just shreds me just because of matchups. Yeah. So it's not reached that point now. Now everyone knows what they're doing. So I'm excited for what it's going. I tried Team Fight Tactics, which is the other auto chess from yeah. um, Riot Games, who did uh, League of Legends. But that's more on PC, and I tried to play it on my laptop. And you definitely need a mouse for drafting. So there's like legitimately, so you have a 
uh, a player character in it that you use. There's a pool of characters that walk around and you get to choose a character as opposed to in uh, Dota Underlords, you get like five characters you can choose from and they're only for you. Everyone else has a different five characters. This one, everyone is choosing from a community pool, but you have to like walk up to the character, grab them before anyone else, bring them back to your side. So I was playing with a laptop and I was trying to move and click and do all this stuff and I wasn't moving. So I just saw everyone grab characters <laughs> as I was just sitting in the corner like, I don't even know how to move. What's going on? I'm like, this is freaking stupid. And then like, finally I like look at it and it's like, oh, it's mouse two. And because it's a laptop, how you get mouse two is kind of weird. And then finally, when I did it, I was able to move over to a character, but I didn't know how to grab them. So then I just moved over, and everyone kept grabbing characters from me. I'm like, I don't even know. So I said, screw this. Dota Underworld. Dota Underlords. Underlords. Underwatch. Underlords. Underlords. Uh, underwear. Also, I picked up... Underwear. Uh, underwear. <laughs> underwear. Under there. I picked up uh, NBA 2K19 for 15 bucks. It mm, was on sale for was three bucks the other days. No, it's this year's. The new one comes out in two months. That's this year's. Yeah. Is it good? It it's it's a good basketball game. Okay. Um the reason why I picked it up is because I like to play the GM modes like I've talked about before rebuilding teams thing like that. Oh yeah. And yeah, yeah. Madden is still at the point where they still have to perfect gameplay before they can worry about modes. They're getting there, but NBA 2K has had gameplay perfected pretty darn much for the last six years like yeah. it's been an awesome basketball sim game for a long long time so they've been able to add modes in it like they have a single player mode where you play a character and you play his draft and you get endorsements and you do all this little fun stuff with it like one of them was written uh, uh written by spike lee like two years ago he wrote this story <laughs> for it. Do, you, do you remember the main 18th? character's name no i don't remember his name i don't remember ben now but it either. was it was ridiculous oh yeah no 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 i remember what you t- yeah everyone called uh not Android. It was something like that. It was like something something weird. Like Soundwave. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or something like yeah, that. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was something weird. He, he was a transformer. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways. Uh. This one. This twist. year's. <laughs> this this year. Your guy's name is AI, which is really weird because there's already extremely famous yeah. basketball player named AI and Allen Iverson. So that's a whole other thing. But the reason why I picked up is there was a GM mode where the point of the GM mode is that you are bought. You were from this owner. His name is Tex Towers. He's a famous. <laughs> Oil. That sounds real. <laughs> yeah, he's a Texas. He's a Texas guy from Texas. He's I like him. He's Texas. a Texas guy he, from Texas. Yeah, yeah Texas he guy from Texas. Oil. Named Tex. Yeah, he's got and he, guns. He's got oil. He's got guns, and he says all the funny. You know, he that's shoots him in that's the air hotter randomly. than an armadillo on a half egg shell on a Saturday morning. He's smiling like a possum eating a persimmon. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so. Uh, but he's buying an expansion team, and basically, you're hired as the GM. You choose where things go, and. I started playing that game. I was super excited because I always like to rebuild and do an expansion team. I did not play a game of basketball in that game for four and a half hours <laughs> because you had to read so much like over and over again. And it's different if it's like fun reading, like I'm having fun interactions, but it's just so tongue in cheek. Like you, there's like a three paragraph thing where a guy is like, All right, I made this invention where, uh, it identifies when you're in stuck in traffic and you're really stressful and it uh, sends an electrical current throughout your body causing all stress to leave and hacks your brain and it's going to be huge. And it's like, uh, what? So like <laughs> the basketball. people, yeah, basketball, <laughs> like it was really, really bad. It reached a point where I was like, man, I wasted my money, blah, blah, blah. And But they have other modes and I started playing it and the game's still really, really super deep. It is stupid deep. 
Like it can be overwhelming like to some people. The gameplay or the the gameplay and the settings. Like okay. legitimately, you can spend hours within the menus trying to perfect sliders, and like you can adjust how quickly people progress, regress, salary inflation, cap inflation, players worth. There's just it's hmm. it can be overwhelming. The last basketball game I played was an NBA live game because it was free and it was terrible. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. the NBA live games were the yeah. but. But it's evolved now where originally the coolest thing I remember when I was growing up was like, now if you're an owner, you can own a, a stadium and you set concession prices and then that yeah. will change like your fans habits. That. That's not, that's just, that's just the, the, the scratching iceberg, the yeah, scratching yeah. the surface kind of a thing for this. Like it gets really, really deep. Um, I remember in 2K15, you, uh, you played college basketball. You played, I think, one game, and then how you, well you did on that game determined your draft yeah. number in, and, th- and then who you got drafted to. Yeah, and that expanded more on mm. the Spike Lee one. The Spike Lee one, you literally played the March Madness. Oh, okay. So you played multiple games. If you won the national championship, if you not, there's a whole bunch of stuff that goes in it. Frequency vibration. Oh, that's that's, that's, that's <laughs> there it is, frequency. Yeah, and everyone called you freak. Yeah. Yeah, you're a freak. I hate it so much. <laughs> it had uh, Haley Joe Osmond in it. I like it a little yeah. bit more. <laughs> But anyways, um, the other two games I got into are a favorite of the podcast. The first one is Fail Seal, Arbiter's Mark. <gasps> that game is awesome. Yes, that game is perfect. It's so good. It's so deep. The so I didn't. I haven't. I'm still fairly early on mm-hmm. in the game. Um, is there any reason not to dual class? No, like, is there any reason only dual, to yeah. just well, be a mercenary? No, always dual class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. at the beginning, you may. It's possible that you might want to master your class before you secondary anything, but. You would just use the abilities to get better in that class. Typically, you're just trying to level up a class to get to another until later after you've just like mastered everything you want, then you can go back and yeah. master the other class. But I, I was like, I was like, it just doesn't make any sense not to dual class. You get yeah. more abilities that you can use in a pinch, but I'm using my scoundrels as scoundrels for the most part to upgrade their ability, use those scoundrel abilities, and then eventually I'll use their secondary or whatever I unlock, I'll switch it over. But just having like the scoundrel who could also be a mender. Like, I already have a healer, but having that secondary healer I could use in a pinch is, okay, yeah, that's cool. so basically how it works is you're going to have your main class, which is the abilities that you want to use all the time. Yes. You're the, the, which is actually your secondary class technically, but uh, the class you're currently playing as is just the one you're trying to level up. So you always have, like, the main thing you use all the time and then the other thing that you're trying to just progress so that you can get to something else. Okay. Yeah. So, game's really, really good. The other game I picked up, a little game called Moonlight. Holy crap. <laughs> I'm Dude. afraid to start it. <laughs> oh, it sunk its teeth. Like, it's... I started playing it last night, uh-huh. and I played like an hour. I'm like, oh, I get it. Uh-huh. Like, I get it. Because like, you was, were watching, and I was like... I knew I when you like, were watching. I was like, okay, like, I get okay. it. This seems interesting. Yeah. But, like, the gameplay's fine. Yeah. Like, in the dungeons, I'm like, okay, this is fun. I've played games like this before. Mm-hmm. i played games that are better than it before, yes. like yeah. um, Binding of Isaac and a couple other games. I'm like, okay, I like playing these games a little bit more. But when you get to your shop and people start <laughs> coming in, you get to set prices yeah. and you go finals. I'm like, I could And just, then when they're like, oh, I didn't like that price. They're like, oh, I don't like yeah. This is too much. So finding that balance of yeah. how much to sell, how not mm-hmm. to sell, like, it's... 
It's fun. Yeah, you said something at 10 gold, and they're like, that's too high. And you're like, this is junk. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. I'm carrying uh, your own junk. Yeah, ex- yeah, yeah. And then balancing to sell stuff, not to mm-hmm. sell it, and then building up the town, building up your shop. So manage, like, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Really good. Didn't so. Ben play this, like, a few weeks ago? And he's like, yeah, that's good. Yeah. And then yeah. Andrew plays it, and his life is over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> different strokes it, for yeah, different it didn't, folks. Yeah. It didn't grab me the same way yeah. Andrew's. I have a question, yeah. Anthony. Uh are you ever going to finish Witcher 3? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He, I just, he, he progressed in it. So, in it. Let, let's say I dedicate 100%, I have 100% time of to video games, right? 70% is spent with Witcher. Okay. And that's 20, a good, that's uh, a good percentage. about 20% will be spent with a palate cleanser, your fail seals, your moonlighters, mm-hmm. and about 10% is podcast games. Like if I'm pretty behind on my sports podcast, which I listen to quite a bit while working out, and if they start stacking up on me, like I get I get behind by quite a bit, I'll play video games while listening to them, mm-hmm. and that's where I play a lot of my sports games. So. so it depends on what mood I'm in. Sometimes I just want, like literally it's not that I want to play video games, it's I want to listen to a podcast, yeah. so I'll just play a video game yep. in the background. So, Uh... I beat the third dungeon in Moonlighter. Congratulations. Yep, yep. You guys were there. There are five. Uh, there are five, and uh, it was a pretty momentous occasion. I have not played the game since, and that was last Tuesday. I have definitely made sure to not overwhelm my life with this game, so I I, I, I didn't touch it. Uh, I did, however, start up one game that was super awesome, and I cannot play uh, which was Hellblade. Um, oh, it, it's so yes, good. It's really good. The combat is insanely awesome. I love the story, what's going on. Uh, number one, I glitched it. Um, so during the fight with Cert, uh, I got to a point where the voices were telling me to stand up, even though I was standing. Uh, and he was standing still and would do one attack the same attack over and over and over, and I would not die. Uh, so I was stuck. Uh, and it just made me realize that when I thought about now I have to go back to a certain point and do everything all over again because I now have to restart this whole thing, uh, the way I have the headphones and the way they have the voices set up, um, I don't want to experience it any other way, but the main voice that talks like right here makes my neck tickle the entire time. <laughs> and I was like, I can't do this. Like, I literally can't. And it's like, oh I want, it's, yeah. That's unfortunate. What I will say is I don't care if it's the greatest game on earth. If I hit a game breaking bug and it makes me go back any I'm significant done. amount, I'm done. So I'm not doing it again. That brings me to my next game, which is Metro 2033, which I love. So you were talking about the voice acting. Did you know that you can actually turn the voices to Russian? I talked about that. I, okay. I was like, if you could, maybe I would have been. I was like, but I was already in it, and yeah. I was like, uh, like I'm, I'm so okay. I've I didn't, the, I didn't want to play that. it bad enough to. Yeah, I did that wrath back because I heard, I, I heard you saying that, so I went to the options. Yes, comrade. Uh, That's my Russian accent. <laughs> yes, comrade. Uh, I yeah changed. Hello, Artyom. I changed Hello, the voices Artyom. to Russian. Uh, the only thing is I know for a fact that people are talking to me, but they they only give you subtitles for specific times. Uh, so it's a like that's a bummer. I'm like I walk up to a person and they're there, talking to me. There's a lot of dialogue that, that doesn't no. I know, but it's just like it's funny because I feel like I'm playing a game in Russia 
and I'm not Russian. Like, but I have a person that's like, hey, this person said this, like holding a note to me. And it's like, it's important. I'm like, oh, okay. Because everyone's speaking in Russian. And I'm like, I have no clue that, what That's unfortunate saying. because it, there's, I, I remember specifically when you're down in the um, subway area, mm-hmm. there's a moment where you're walking through getting to a place and it's it's an optional, like yeah, how yeah. you get there. Um, and I, I walk across a father talking to his son talking about like when is mom going to come home and this, that, and another. I figured they were talking about something. I I would assume because I also had subtitles on just Mm -hmm. because normally I play with subtitles on. Um, when I walked by, there was no subtitles for it. So like small little world builders, you miss out on. No, only though it's not important to the game. The only thing that is, is uh, a subtitle is things you can interact with. So if someone's like, Hey, I need help and you can give them money like that's shown, um, but anything else that you can't interact with, there's no subtitles. So you should just learn the Russian. Yeah, that, Russian. I actually thought learn, about that. I was like, I should Russian. just learn Russian for this game. Uh, so th- I did that. I put it on Spartan mode, which was my favorite thing of all time. Uh, you don't have to worry about anything, and it's great. Uh, it's a. It literally just says if you just want like a run and gun kind of game, put this mode on. I was like, that's exactly what I want. But that defe- defeats the purpose of Metro. And so it's like, do you want ammo? I was like, yep, give me all the ammo. So let me ask <laughs> so you something. I'm yeah. Moonlighter. Yeah. So what I love in games is that when you look at the difficulties, mm-hmm. it says this is the way the game is meant to be played. Yeah. Whether it's normal, it's this, that, or another. Um, like Pillars of Attorney is really good on it. It's like. Hey, this game is the way the developers meant the game to be experienced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can play it harder if you want a challenge, but things become bullet sponges or mm-hmm. they just become harder. This is the percentage they let you I know. I cannot tell change. you what I put. So on. if you just went AAA, uh-huh. you normally are playing on normal, but the game is meant to be played on hard. So if you go to hard, it says this is the way the game yeah, is yeah, meant I saw to be that. played. So, I huh. I remember looking at that. I don't know which one I chose. I I just I was just saying, because yeah. I know you're not in like a game doesn't have to be super hard for you to be like get enjoyment out of it. Sometimes I actually, you want. I'm the exact opposite yeah, yeah. usually. I lo- yeah. See, yeah. for me, I like I want games to be um, challenging. So I did that. However, I've literally become or before coming to this podcast, I glitched the game. Uh, so there is this winged Story demon, life. this winged <laughs> creature that uh, are named demons and so you see it for the first time it's crazy it killed me the first time uh because i stood outside for too long and it grabbed me um but later as you're progressing the level it uh it returns and it's staring at you um or like flies down and falls right in front of you and i think you're supposed to wait for it to fly away again and i went i'm going to shoot it so i shot it hid under something kept shooting at it killed it i was like oh that's fun you can actually kill it uh it took me a long time and i was like if i can't kill it you know i'll just move on uh get further in the story and this person that you're with is like oh there it is it's back again and i hear wings and i hear a growl uh i see nothing and then he goes we need to fall back and then is stuck in place because it didn't fly by and i read up and it's like yeah once it flies by he like gives you a little story on what they're called and everything. And so uh, I glitched the game and could not get further in it. And it's, uh, so that's where I am. I don't know. And then uh, tried playing Life Life is Strange. 
I did uh, the first one. The first one. Mm. And was super into it. Loved every bit of it until it got to the end. I thought the whole season was on Game Pass. Fun oh, fact. It's, it's just, just episode, episode one. Oh, and it was all like, do you want to purchase the rest? And I was like, no. Hmm. And so I've just played the first episode. Um, really fun. I liked the whole time travel thing. The yeah. fact that you can go back and change um, your mistakes change mistakes and i love where it's like this is going to have consequences do you want to do the other one and it still does this will have consequences and so i like that a little bit more than the walk to me it's an updated version of what telltale was trying to do yeah and i really enjoy that especially since um they have a square enix like like uh, patting themselves on a back moment in the game. I'm trying to remember what it is where someone in the game is like, oh, like they mentioned Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy Spirits yeah. Within. They're like, yeah. And she's like, I really like that movie, even though others don't. And I was like, OK, Square. OK. <laughs> um, and then, uh, however, in the Metro game, you find the Metro 2033 book. Yeah. Just everywhere. And I'm like, that's funny. Yeah. It's like they're writing it their own. Um and I think that's it. Oh, and then I played a game called River Bond, uh, which was which it was the one I was telling you about. It's like Crossy Road. Oh, yeah. Has yeah, the yeah. look oh, of Crossy Dungeon. Yeah, crawling. It was okay. I didn't play it too much after that. Mm. But yeah, so nothing, nothing got me like Moonlighter. I think Life Life is Strange. If I could keep playing, yeah, the episodes, it would have kept me. Um, on board as much as Moonlighter did, but no, nothing this week. All right. Well, yeah. in the next section, we'll be going over uh, news and uh, the brick and mortar games. Yeah. Welcome back to Biomorph. Hey, Anthony. What's that news? What's in that news? What's in that news? Hey, Anthony. Hey, Anthony. What's in that news? Is that <laughs> That's our new news jingle. <laughs> nothing. Back to you, Ben. <laughs> okay. There's nothing in the news. No. It's raining sideways. So there's a little, uh, little article, little article from GamesIndustry.biz, written by old James Batchelor, who's a UK editor. Not sure, huh? no, uh, 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 not sure if he's married. Not sure if he's married. It reads: Developers call for players to pirate their games rather than buy them from G2A. It reads: G2A is once again under fire as developers are encouraging gamers to download their titles illegally rather than buy them from divisive marketplaces. Divisive, yes. divisive, yeah, divisive marketplaces. The outcry began with a tweet from Mike Rose, founder of indie publisher No More Robots, who observed that G2A has paid for sponsored ads on Google. Anyone searching for games such as Descenders, published by Rose's firm, will see GTA links first. We make zero money on our games if people buy them through the ads, Rose tweeted, before adding that it is impossible for users to turn the ads off. Quote, please, if you're going to buy a game from G2A, just pirate it instead. Genuinely, devs don't see a, pe- a penny either way, so we're, we much rather G2A didn't see any money either, end quote. Rose later claimed that G2A arranged for several of their sponsored streamers to read out statements explaining why they're not evil following the traction his tweet gained. 
Descenders developer Rage Squid also backed up Rose, encouraging players to torrent their games instead of buying from G2A, as did Van Bleer's Rami Ishmael. Quote, if you can't afford or don't want to buy our games full price, please pirate them rather than buying them from a key reseller. End quote. Ishmael tweeted. Quote, these sites cost us so much potential dev time and customer service, investigating fake key requests, figuring out credit card chargebacks, and more, end quote. G2A has developed a reputation over the years for enabling gray market key reselling, whereby users buy game keys in bulks from cheaper territories and sell them for profit in a more expensive market, with no share of each sale going to the original developers. And uh, the CEO of G2A, of course, came out and explained that it's not a shady business, but of course, a CEO of a shady business is going to try to defend his shady business. It's it's about the bottom line at that point where <clears throat> they're basically making money for free mm-hmm. is yeah. the way they look at it is that they buy things for pennies on the dollar, sell them over for what... Or uh, conspiracy or theories that they're... They're, uh, they're pirating the uh, keys themselves or something? Not pirating, they're uh, stealing credit card numbers, buying in bulk with those stolen credit card numbers, and then they have the keys, and then the credit card numbers, like, like the bank cancels it, hmm. but they still have the keys. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's... Super shady. I just think it's fun, not fun, but it's interesting when you see an article where developers are like, listen, like we're not going to make any money, but I prefer them not to make money either ways. So if you're going to do this, just pirate the game instead of paying money to ne- a nefarious source. Like obviously we want you to pay us, but if you're not going mm-hmm. to, just don't give the money to them. Right? Right. What is G2A? It's, it's a key seller. So they'll sell the... Uh, They'll say the sell the product key, so you can buy it for a cheap price of like, hey, we've got these game keys, which is essentially the game mm. for ten bucks, and then you give it to them for that. Amount. How do they get the keys? That's the, that's the thing is that's the shady. The, the conspiracy is the buying with the other people's credit cards, like they're literally just. So they're buying them for a, a cheaper price than they're bulk cheap. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So it reads. Uh, G2A is a global digital marketplace which specializes in gaming products. It's headquarters in Hong Kong, but has various locations. Site claims to have over 60 mi- 16 million customers, 400,000 sellers, 75,000 digital products, 700 employees. The main product offering of GTA.com is game key codes to such platforms as Steam Origin. Other products found in the marketplace include software and prepaid activation codes. GTA does not purchase or sell any digital products itself. It delivers the platform for others to do so, acting as an intermediary by connecting the buyer to the seller. So it could be someone else has a key that they're wanting to sell, so they approach GTA and it's like, hey, I have this key that you can sell to someone for cheap... It's like... It's... it's, I I could see it because... I could see where it could be maybe it started out as, as a good some as a good thing because there's been many times when like there's a thing I have called that I've used called Humble Bundle where it's like I uh Humble Bundle will be like, Hey, we're for it's like a subscription thing or you buy it for a specific thing, we're going to give you a Steam key and that is more of a charity thing. They've purchased the games, they are giving these games out where 
like I'll get that humble bundle and be like, I already have this game, so I don't need the Steam key. So I could either give it away to a friend, okay, uh, or I could give it to a site so and say, hey, you can sell this. G two A is not buying these from. That's the what they're saying, and so the conspiracy theory is that they are. With no buying them from the developer. No, they're no. not buying them from the no. developer. To me, what it like sounds like is it's it's not really, uh, or at least from the developer standpoint, it's kind of like someone selling a used game. Like they're not seeing any money of it. It doesn't concern them. So yeah, that they have no yeah. benefit from that relationship. Yeah. But what what I don't really understand is how they're getting the keys. What like from from black market sites and like people can hack. Well, it's the whole thing is like these developers saying pirate our game. There's ways to steal a game. There's ways to yeah. So it's kind of like what they're really kind of around about accusing GT G two A of is like they're pirating it. So you might as well pirate it too. Yeah, it's like uh if you like if you don't know how to jailbreak an iPhone, but you know someone who does, they can charge you money. Like, oh, yeah. if you really spent the time, you could figure out how to jailbreak an iPhone yourself. Yeah. But a lot of people, they're just like, I mm-hmm. don't want to spend the time how to figure this out. Mm-hmm. Let me just pay someone else to do it. That's G2A with, like, game codes. I don't want to spend 60 bucks on this game so or I've 40 bucks on this game. This. So <laughs> I'm going to go through this site where they're selling it for 15 bucks. And yeah. they're making a pure profit off of it because they got it for zero bucks. Yeah. I mean, or they buy them in bulk. And Fundamentally, I don't know. If I have a problem with that, depending on how they go about getting those keys, yeah. mm-hmm. um, that's that's the biggest yeah. problem. Is they're they're going through it the I, wrong way. As a consumer, I, you know, I feel I have a responsibility to support the people that make the things that I like. Yeah. And this humble bundle is great for that because they actually set up a way for the you can uh, decide how much money goes to like a charity or directly to the developers, like all of it. Can and you can buy go. you can buy the bundle at any price. Mm-hmm. So it has oh, to be a penny, and uh, if you buy it, I think if you buy it for a dollar, you get the Steam, the Steam codes, or you can download it offline. And a lot of times like with those, it's already a deal made with the developer. Yeah, like, like the developer yeah, know yeah, about yeah. those keys, mm-hmm. as opposed to this is this is not through the developer. Yeah. Uh, so I've actually done it twice. Uh, one was for Unity. I got Unity for like five bucks. Um. The, like the development the kit? IDE or? no 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 uh, Assassin's, Assassin's Creed, Creed. Unity oh. Oh, this okay. was before they gave it out for free <laughs> yeah, both like of us were like into, uh, <laughs> making some games there uh, no uh, this was before they made it free for that one day uh, I had I had bought it already it was a game that was at that point four or five years old so I was I wasn't too sad about it mm. uh, just because. I was just trying to get through the Assassin's Creed games, and yeah. it was not one I like. I've bought the other ones since then. So Ubisoft's I, probably going to go under because you didn't right, buy right. Them. I didn't buy Unity Definitely. through them, uh, and then I got Windows 10 <laughs> through, and I got Windows 10 for like twenty bucks. Uh, however, oh, that has yeah. backfired because it's now unauthorized. So, fun fact. <laughs> wow, that's a fun problem. Yeah, uh, they. Yeah, don't know how they found that out, but yeah. And then there's that, uh, they, I've seen footage of it where you try to turn off the advertisements for th- that website to pop up and it's like not allowing that to happen. So like so within the key, they kind have a of, Trojan of sorts. 
Yeah, it's kind yeah. of nefarious, I think. Yeah. It's Yeah. So this is just me of that I have not used G2A. Oh, you did. Okay. No, I, I think... use Kinguin, I think is the name of it. So for me, A I would be lying to you if I told you it was because of high and mighty reasons. The first reason is because pure laziness. <laughs> but for me, like I only, I legitimately only buy games from like the store, like Microsoft yeah. Store or mm-hmm. Amazon. And and when I buy it from Amazon, I don't buy it from JBK two one seven four five. Like I buy yeah. it from mm, Amazon, Amazon retailer or yeah. this that or from Microsoft or from for me, even though I'm spending more money. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm fully aware I could probably get it cheaper somewhere else. For me, it's A, it's easier. I don't have to go through a whole bunch of websites, put in my credit card number and some shenanigans, this, that, and another. And then, you know, B is that I do feel it's like, okay, at least I know my money's going to the right place. It's like me yeah. paying full price for a Dynasty Warriors game. <laughs> like, I'm I'm paying full price for a game that I know in two months is going to be way cheaper. But I feel like these guys work on these games and they make these games for people like me and I want to support that. For yeah, people so. like you. Yeah, me Gross. and my You're Dynasty the reason Warriors. why we still have Dynasty Warriors. Yeah, yeah. and I will keep being the reason we have You can go to those... Orochi Warriors 4. Go to those brick and mortar stores. Yeah. Yeah, this is I what we're going to go over, yeah. our memories of uh, what are those? back in the days. Brick I know. Like, uh, let's see, there was... Game crazy. Game crazy. GameStop. EB Games. There's Babbage's. Uh, Babbage's. KB Toys. E3. E3. Yeah. I think that's... Oh, EB? Like yeah, EB Games. Games. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But they spelled the B backwards. Yeah. So, yeah. so it looked like, like E3, yeah. Toys R Us? Or no? Toys R Us, yeah. definitely. That yeah. was big. Yeah. You could call that one that. Uh, there was the one that Game Informer came out of. Funko Land. Before GameStop. But uh, what are what are some of you guys' memories of uh, those? Most of mine are those midnight launches, uh, oh. GameStop. Uh, GameStop around here, there would a was a pizza place next door, and they still would, is. Yeah, there still is, but it's not as good now. But uh, they would set up like TVs where everybody could play the previous game. No, they actually had like usually they have the, the game, the yeah. midnight game that you could actually play in. There'd be like tournaments and stuff and they'd be blasting game music and it was like a whole community kind of event mm-hmm. to be there for to pick up that game at midnight. Yep. We'd see the same people. Yeah. It was weird. It's like, oh, you're into the same games I'm into. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I remember there was the one guy... Caveman, yeah, very caveman features. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and like, like if you saw me, you're like, is that a caveman? Yeah, like straight up, it was crazy. Uh, probably super nice guy. Yeah, uh, but we were there for Halo. I think was when we first saw him. Mm-hmm. Um, Halo but the, three, Halo four, four, and then he was there for I think Rock Band when I mm-hmm. went there. It, it and rock, Saints Row. Rock Band was happening. Saints Row 3. Was it, was it Saints Row 3? Yeah, Saints Row 3. Either 3 or 4, and then Battlefield 1. Battlefield 1, I or, remember that no, one. No, Battlefield 4. Because yeah, I remember right. you could play yep. the game yep. at Schmitza. Pizza Schmitza. Pizza Schmitza. Yeah, no, those were fun times. I remember uh, back in the day in Battleground, they had this... Uh, it looked like... The sign looked like a 
camera film, but with Mickey Mouse ears. It was right next to BP gas station hmm. back when that was a thing. And uh, you could rent uh, NES games. Uh, maybe Super NES, but we never had a Super NES. And then, yeah, uh, Toys R Us, we would pre we pre-ordered the Legend of Zelda games and... Mm-hmm. That, but that's the only experience I know of video games at Toys R Us. And then pre-ordering Zelda. And then there's Game Crazy, which was a offshoot of Hollywood. Yeah. Hollywood Video. And that always... Because didn't Hollywood Video uh, let you rent games? Yeah. That's yeah, what GameStop was. Like for a lot of... Be- before but, Game Crazy, though, yeah. the, the Hollywood, you could just rent Well, eventually they they split. So for what happened for me is that I like you would go to Hollywood Video or Blockbuster and there would have a game section. Mm-hmm. that It would be on a wall within the movies. But then a lot of places, literally, they started buying area uh, store area space where then they split it. Where yeah, he would like walk crazy. through a door where on the other side was, was Game Crazy green. GameStop. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, okay, here's the gaming, here's all the game stuff, and then on this side is all the movie stuff. But so originally I remember they were, but it wasn't Hollywood video Hollywood video, even with Game Crazy, you could still rent games from Hollywood Video because Game Crazy was just buying the games. Yeah. And so Game Crazy had it set up where if he bought a new console, you could actually get twelve free rentals yeah, from Hollywood right. Video. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. One of my favorite things was going to the, like, uh, I lived down the road from a blockbuster, I want to say, Hollywood, one of them, that had a GameStop next to it, and I would go down there just to play video games. Did mm-hmm. they, the GameStops, were they next to I them? think GameStop came out of EB Games. Like, they were the same They company. used to be the same yeah. thing, but this this one is still a GameStop today. It's the okay, one it was just, over next to was, Safeway. Remember okay. where that Sprint store was? That used to be a... It used to be a Hollywood video. Okay. In that back corner right there. Because I know Hollywood, Game Crazy Hollywood was... Hollywood Blockbuster, was, one or the other. Hollywood was uh, Game Crazy. Game Crazy was a Hollywood. Yes, yeah. Like, employees there are Hollywood employees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I would go there just to play... Like, I would literally go there and play video games. In the... Like, their demos the demo and, like, everything was machine. gone. I pretty much... I played the first half. I don't know if I told this story before, but at Circuit City... I played the <laughs> first half of the Lord of the Rings video game, the based wow. off the movie that covers the first two movies. How long were you hanging out in Circuit Hours. City? <laughs> Hours. I pl- I played um, a substantial amount of oh, was it, it was Star Fox we had Adventures. A City here, yeah. Star Fox. No, this was in Molsonville, oh, okay. next to uh, Bullwinkles. Um, that that was it. Is I would go I would go out <laughs> Bullwinkles and Circuit City were right next to each other. Well, you had to pay for Bullwinkles. Yeah. Um, and I remember. Kids always want to go Blue Winkles, but I want to get dropped up at Circuit City <laughs> because, like, I played through like Star Fox Adventures, the GameCube one, yeah, with Crystal. Yeah, wow. I remember all that, that stuff. A good game. Those are some of my favorite ones. Is that <laughs> playing this? Because for a while there, you would get demo discs. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, we should do something with demo discs. That I don't know if anyone's capitalized. Yeah, on that yeah probably not. It's a really good idea. Anyways, uh, just being able to go there and then like try out and play those those video games but then just like live and talk to the the people at the store and also this was before you would get done with the purchase they would read off 17 now if you go to a GameStop, <laughs> you buy one th- you're you like want, hey i just want to go do this hey you, you want to pre-order that this. hey you want to join this club hey you want a credit card and yeah. you want this and that and before it's just like oh man what are you playing oh that's really cool i like this da 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 have you tried this one um those those were were some of uh, I really feel like Game Crazy away. captivated 
the those a lot of the kids that just like want to hang out and talk mm-hmm. about video games. It was a place they where, were Hollywood's video yeah. employees, so they were just teenagers themselves. Yeah. yeah, and it was a great place. Like I go into GameStop now, and it's very business yeah. feels yeah. like like it doesn't feel like the way Game Crazy did, where it felt like just local people hanging out. That was a uh, it was my dream job in high school not forever but like when i was in high school i want to look for a job i wanted to work at a video game store like mm-hmm. that's what i wanted to do first job i applied for with gamestop yeah see yeah. and that, i thought that would have been awesome incredible but you talk to anyone who's worked at those places they <laughs> yeah. said it was absolutely awful it's yeah. about the bottom line they could care less what your video game knowledge was like yeah. they want you to sell 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 our older brother worked at game crazy for a few months and however he he liked game crazy yeah because Game Crazy wasn't that. Game Crazy definitely was a... And I remember their remodeling there at the end before they went out. It They made it look like a back alley. Yeah. Didn't they put it like... Weird. Cage, like they yeah, put it was like caged, caged windows and... Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. And I, I felt like there would be like metal trash cans if they could. <laughs> and it just had that whole weird aesthetic. And then Hollywood went out. Yeah. Which which is a bummer. I, I this is kind of the same, not quite. But I, I read this thing the other day on the internet because the internet's a wonderful place where mm-hmm. the biggest regret about losing Hollywood Video and Blockbuster Video is by the time I was old enough to walk behind the beaded area, they were gone. <laughs> <laughs> I was never did, able to walk. Did, through the our beads. Hollywood Video didn't have a beaded oh, area. Oh. Never seen Hollywood Video with a beaded. Yep, area. I remember. I remember seeing adults only with a little uh, like um tavern doors yeah. <laughs> i think our uh, video connections was a there small was, one in, there was centralia. in vancouver that i know had, there was one in centralia had a video store a place Man, like that the confidence you have to have yeah. to walk, to walk in there and so walk out i was something. a little kid and i walked back behind one and my mom was like no <laughs> and she was like we're never coming back how many here times again. has that happened though i mean really so, every yeah. kid well because this one also wasn't beaded like it just was yeah. a- around the corner so yeah. i was all like we, well we had a local store that i think they did because i remember there was a section i wasn't supposed to go in. yeah that probably is the same place found out by yeah. trying to walk in there <laughs> i didn't see anything yeah but. i don't think you also can't tell the story of brick and mortar stores like this without talking about overdue fees Oh yeah, where you like sometimes you'd pay more in overdue fees for a game than what the game was actually worth. I don't think or, we. This was a little we bit were, more. We were pretty diligent. This was about a little bit more that. with videos, more yeah. often yeah. than not, than yeah. with video games. But the idea of that, I think we. we hey, rarely, was this due on Thursday? It's now Tuesday of the next week, and mm-hmm. I think we rarely, our family rarely rarely rented video games. Uh, we rented a lot of N64 games. Yeah. Because I remember we rented Harvest Moon a ton. <laughs> yeah, I remember and renting Kirby and the Crystal Golden Shard. Eye, and I played it so much that when I went to sleep that night, in my dreams, I just saw a gun sticking out in front of me <laughs> everywhere I went. I, but awesome. so my like my experience with brick and mortar, you know, I come from a small town, so mm-hmm. I think we had a game crazy. But what I remember the most is there'd always be some yahoo that thinks it's a good idea to open up a game store like a used game store and i don't think anyone any of them ever do a business plan where they're like i have to actually sell this much in order to keep you know keep it going and Mm -hmm. i remember the first one was actually awesome I, i remember walking in there you know and this was back in the days when you know the internet was like barely there it was mm-hmm. probably in the you know mid 90s and 
and I remember seeing like there's a Jaguar, there's like a 3DO, a Sega Saturn, and there's all these systems I'd never even heard of. And uh, that is where I blindly, like after I finally, uh, yeah, I think I told the story before about getting a PlayStation and I blindly discovered and bought Street Fighter, the movie, the game, <laughs> the game. which was, uh, I, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was great at the time because I was just all about Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. Like that's the, the iconic game that I loved when I was a little kid. <laughs> and then, of course, that uh, that failed. That mm-hmm. shut down real quick. And then years later, you know, someone else has the same bright idea and tries it again. And so over the years, I collected a lot. Like I, I used to be quite the pack rat. I just wouldn't get rid of anything. So you could open your own used game store. Oh my <laughs> that sounds like a good, good idea. idea. Right next to the other yeah. used game store. Legends. But I, so I mean, I had, I had... Gosh, go back to, I don't think I had a Super Nintendo at that time, but I had like a, a PlayStation, PS2, I had a GameCube, I had a Dreamcast, a 64. Hmm. I just hung on to all my stuff and would always, like that was what I enjoyed. So that's what I yeah put everything in. And I, I started collecting uh, PS1 RPGs before, like right before they stopped selling PS1 games. So I okay. had like two stacks of these hard to find ps1 rpgs and uh and i i at the time though i was like moving a lot and i finally was like i'm never gonna play these i I need to it's always the regrettable thing when that happens yep yep. and i i sold it man i so wish i had all that stuff back uh now that i have space but (laughs) man when you're moving so much it's like it's it's tough to carry all that stuff but i yeah i took it in there and of course I probably got like maybe 150, 200 bucks. Yeah, you, you wouldn't get much. Like I remember like I would go in with, you know, five, six games at once, trade them yeah. in and walk out with one. That's what I remember, bringing <laughs> yeah. in a stack and then walking yeah. out with one. Yeah. But Just you probably you still buy had a brand to pay new. for. Some, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, you owe yeah. three bucks. Yeah. yeah. You'd be all that. And, or also this was a time too where, Again, the internet wasn't that big, and a lot of my purchases at these stores was based purely off of box art. Yeah, and like yeah. kids mm-hmm. today will not know how many crappy games. Oh my gosh! You would go through with incredible box. Art. Yeah, with just <laughs> incredible box art, where yeah. you would just trying to find a game. Well, and and that just goes back to that whole conversation about box art of like how box art now is kind of terrible because they don't have to sell the game with the box art anymore. Yeah. Whereas well, before, and like, it, it's kind of funny because back then I remember looking at the Zelda box mm-hmm. art and I'm like, well, this isn't very exciting, but it's a Zelda game, so I'm just gonna yeah, go yeah the with golden it. Yeah. yeah, it was yeah. just pretty basic, but I mean, it was a link to the past. It's got to be good, you know. Yeah, I think yeah, I think you're absolutely right. And then now, like, there's times where, well, I remember when my wife and I first started dating, and she would buy me games. uh, there's a movie and a game that pop out immediately where she bought me um, Red Faction Armageddon. Oh, yeah. Armageddon? Armageddon. Oh, that's not... Which was not the good one, but no. the front yeah. of it was like white and blue and had a yeah. guy like being blown up. Oh, yeah. I saw, oh, this is so cool. I'm going to buy this for him. I was like, oh, trash. I, know, I, already knew, <laughs> I already knew it was trash. The other one is she bought me a movie one time that was called... um like war of the vikings or something like that and it's like <laughs> was, a it five- a, was it an asylum game not movie 
a silent movie? I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. But it's it, but on the front is like this Viking guy with a giant axe mm-hmm. and he's screaming. You're like, oh, this is going to be really good. But the movie was really yeah, bad. bad. Yeah. Like However, movie posters back in the day. With all that said, she bought me Shadow of the Colossus. Oh. Without oh, knowing. Nice. Because she thought the box art looked yeah. really cool. And that was the definitely art. a gem in the rough. Yeah, that's the whole point of that Diamond game in the rough. the artwork. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what uh, like Atari games were completely built <laughs> yeah. off of a trickery with the box yeah. art. That but that's an interesting thing. I remember like Mega Man listening to Mega a podcast Man. where they were talking about like Zelda, you know, in the first Zelda, uh, you know, the graphics are pretty pretty rough, but you have this booklet that's got like yeah. some of the animation or, or the, you know, drawn cartoon figures. And so you can kind of make that connection from the graphics to what this is supposed to represent. Um, mm-hmm. and that was I don't know, the pretty Cowboy exciting sex a lot game. That's <laughs> The, the booklet is like just another thing that kind of went with the yeah. oh, I miss booklets. stores. Yeah. I miss booklets. I love, I'm, uh, there's yeah. a really, so Funhouse is doing a thing where they're playing through a, a one called, uh, Fugitive Hunter. F- Fugitive Hunter. And yeah. then within the booklet, each, uh, terrace you're hunting down, there's a little tidbit, a little Snaps. biography yeah. about them. <laughs> and it's like, man, I miss, I miss when the booklets were thick. Well, like they had I like remember taking, pages and I remember taking the Morrowind booklet to school, and with my friends we'd look through it because it had the races. Yeah, yeah, uh, oh yeah, it had yeah, the yeah. races in there, and so then we could look at them, and then we chose our races that we'd be, and we'd play it on the playground. I was not a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Beat you up right now. Yeah, I miss. I had the jocks. I had the jocks playing Morrowind with me. That's how. That's what this guy Chris did. Hemsworth was playing. Yeah. Yep. Playing. I was told not to hang out with that kid anymore. But, oh. Yeah. With Chris Hemsworth? Yeah. Bad move. <laughs> Drugs and alcohol. Bad move. Should have done yeah. it. Yeah. Really bad. <laughs> yeah. Really bad move. That's funny. There's a, there's a guy at my uh, gym that went to uh, high school with uh, Miles Taylor? Taylor. Yeah. Nice. Big dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he uh, is like, or like, uh, Miles Teller like, is is a he <laughs> is a giant. <laughs> Miles uh, Teller is yes, okay. And then a guy who I went in the mil in the military with, he played. Uh, he also, played. How big you, how you explain that? Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, a guy who I was in the military with, he went to he played high school football with Tim Tebow. Okay. Oh, nice. Big dick. <laughs> <laughs> and he knows showers. Uh. I just I thought it was funny you were bringing up. Yeah. No, no, that's <laughs> I thought it was funny too. Thanks, <laughs> mate. The more you know. Yeah. Wait, who's Miles Teller? I know that name. He's uh, uh you know you ever seen um You know Fantastic Four? What was no. the drumming movie Fan with J.K. Simmons? JK's JK Simmons. Oh my gosh. Whiplash. Whiplash. You ever seen Whiplash? No. Whiplash. I would show Whiplash. you a picture. I think you would know Miles Teller from a picture. Yeah. I, I know the name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Isn't Whiplash that roller derby movie? No, no, no you're that's thinking of Rollerball. Wh- uh, whip it, whip it. Okay. Yeah, Rollerball with uh, Emma Page. No, Thompson. Nope. Emma Stone. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> Ellen, Page. Ellen, Ellen Page, not Emma Page. Ellen Page and Drew Barrymore. I got these this. are I... some. These are some awesome film facts. Yeah, <laughs> I, we have another another podcast called. Hey, can uh, we do an episode of Reel It In on so Thursdays? Dustin Davis told yeah. me to watch Whip It. Who uh-huh. once worked for Hollywood Video? Yeah. Which I got even crazy. better. I got an even better one. Ellen Page was in. Looks like one of the main characters in The Last of uh, Us, and she was in. Um, 
Beyond Two Souls. Yeah. Oh, boom. Got it. Actually, came yeah. back. Video Woo! games. No, I think I think it's a, a good thing to call it. Hey, we have a, a film podcast on Thursdays. Uh, reel it in. We also have a comics podcast on Tuesdays. Sometimes. Sometimes. Origins and Adaptations. And this has been Biomod. We also have a video game podcast. <laughs> yeah, hopefully that's happening hopefully right, so, yeah, right hopefully now, today. But it's also a book and film podcast. Yeah, yeah. Also. Yeah. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at Nerd Weekly, on Twitter at Nerd Weekly Cast, Instagram Nerd Weekly Podcast, and email us at nerd.weekly.forever at gmail.com. I'm Nomac02 on Twitter. I'm Will in real life. I'm Anthony Rodriguez on Instagram. I'm. Have you ever given out your Instagram? No, but I'm trying to get the most amount of followers oh, that's with right. no posts. With no posts. This is true. Yeah. Uh, so follow me and know that I'm not going to fill your timeline <laughs> with anything. Uh, so just. And I actually literally, follow you. Yeah, you literally get like, you just, you're following me. I'm not going to post anything. If you know what you're going to get out of me, you're going to get likes. Yeah. You follow me, I'll probably follow you back and I'll like some of your stuff. There you go. So, boom. Uh, and I'm LeBearded Cooper on Instagram. And this has been a brick and mortar episode. Rick and Morty. Yeah, every time the one with the pickle. Every time you pickle said Rick. brick and mortar, I thought you were saying Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. And I was like, hey, and why Morty. are we talking hey, about Rick and Morty? Hey Morty. Hey Morty. Hey Morty. <laughs>